everybody, and welcome to another podcast of Nintendo Fuse. Your episode 158. I can't believe 158 episodes already. Um, I'm your host, Barry, tonight. Unfortunately, uh, Steve cannot be with us. He is away in California. Um, but I am joined by Greg. Greg, how you doing? Great. How's it going? Uh, it's going really well, actually. Uh, it's It's been an incredibly busy two weeks since we last uh, got on here and talked. And uh, we're going to discuss that. Um, so first off, um, so you guys know, this is an interactive podcast. And what I mean by that is it is live, and we want you to join the chat. And, you know, say what you want to say, ask any questions. We're going to go through it, uh, and we're going to read your comments, and we're going to discuss with you. Uh, we really, really love the uh, participation. Um, also, remember to subscribe to, uh, to hear more podcasts, because we do this every other week, bi-weekly, uh, every Monday, every other Monday. We also do other other great videos, so we do want you to uh, subscribe so you don't don't miss them. Um, speaking of new things, um, we have a new Facebook group. Um, we just started a new Facebook group. It's a community for Nintendo players. Um, you can find the links to that on NintendoFuse.com, and you can find links to that uh, on our actual normal Nintendo Fuse Facebook. Uh, we just want to bring people together and we want a nice place to discuss all the wonderful, cool Switch stuff that's coming out, as well as 3DS and, and past Nintendo systems. Uh, speaking of past Nintendo systems, uh, I don't know about you, Greg, but I had a very busy weekend last weekend. Uh, one of the things I did is I went to a video game con in Secaucus, New Jersey. Uh, awesome. Awesome con. Uh, absolutely loved it. And I met a lot of great, great people. Uh, one, of the, one of the groups of people that I met was a company called videogamesmonthly.com. Now, this is a site I looked at before, wasn't sure about it, but I really got to sit down and talk with these guys, nicest group of guys you could could ever meet. And they were so cool. They they sat there and they discussed with us, uh, or at least with me, all the the cool features, the way you can can send in your, your game list so you don't get duplicates and what kind of games you like. And they have multiple different packages. They gave me this little pamphlet I'm not sure how well it will come out um, on the camera. Uh, but they have a three-up uh, plan, which is $29.99. It gives you three games a month. A four-up, $34.99 for four. A five-up for $39.99. And a brand-new plan uh, that's not even on here called the Power Pack. It is 10 games for $74.99. That is the best bang for your buck. Um, this is this is great. It ships right to you. Um, it's like Christmas every single month. You don't know what you're going to get. Um, and on top of that, they are so, so generous that they have offered to give our fellow Nintendo Fuse family a wonderful promotion. Um, we, through them, are getting a free five-up box that is going to be sent out to Unlucky Winner. The contest is now live. You could find the link in the description of this video, um, or you could check NintendoFuse.com if you were listening to it after the fact. Uh, through another service, um, but the link is live. It's going to be live for two weeks. So two weeks from now, on our next podcast, we're going to announce the winner. It's very easy to enter, um, and a very, very big thanks to VideoGamesMonthly.com for providing this for us. Um, now, on top of that, the mascot. All right. Now, Video Games Monthly. I'm not sure if if this is going to come through, but I want this to come through. There, there's their little mascot. You see him? He's a little eight-bit guy. He is not only the mascot, he's the voice of this company, okay? 
His name is Floyd, and he is joining us today live in the chat as we are going through this. So if you have any questions about Video Games Monthly, all you have to do is go into the chat. That's it. Just go into the chat and ask, and Floyd is going to be there. He will be telling you all uh, all the great things. Um, I, I am so excited about this. They are so nice, and I'm so glad that we can bring this stuff to uh, to you guys. So if you like video games, classic video games, new video games, whatever, and you like to get free stuff, who doesn't, um, please, you can click the link down below in the description, uh, or you can go to nintendofuse.com. Uh, there'll be information there. Uh, and, and the nice guys and Floyd as well at Video Games Monthly have shared the link as well. So please uh, give them some love from us, um, and please go there. And I want you guys to win. Uh, I love when we can do this. Um, Play NYC allowed us to give away stuff. I love when we can do this and we can give back to the community. And I'm even wearing, uh, they gave us this nice little uh, uh, wristband here. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing it in honor of Video Games Monthly uh, just because they're so cool. And, and I really, really do appreciate everything that they are providing for, not for us, for our fans of Nintendo Fuse. So thank you very much, Video Games Monthly. Yes, thank you very much. That's a very incredible thing that you guys are doing for us. That's so nice. Unbelievable. I, I tell you, you know, people in this world, there's so many nice people in this world and so many nice groups of people. And I met a lot of them at a video game con and more will be discussed. Um, I don't know if you have any cons uh, you're going through uh, lately. My next one is uh, near Comic-Con. I will be there uh, near Comic-Con. I will be there on Friday. That is the 5th. Uh, I will be wearing this shirt, my Nintendo Fuse shirt. And if you see me and you happen to be going to uh, New York Comic Con, please come by and say hi. Um, one of the best things about a, a video game con is I actually ran into several Nintendo Fuse listeners. And they recognized me and they're like, oh, hey, Barry, what's up? And it was awesome. Like, I love meeting our fans. So if you're there at New York Comic Con, please come, come see me. Uh, if you see me around, uh, I might be in panels a lot of the day. But if you do happen to see me, please say hi. Uh, I don't bite much, you know, so... <laughs> Not hard, anyways. <laughs> not hard, not hard. Um, so, um, onwards, Greg, what have you been playing recently? What have you been up to? Well, I've been kicking it old school. I've been enjoying some classic Nintendo's Legend of Zelda. Oh, that wow. awesome uh, online, Nintendo online application. So, yeah, that was one of the main things I was playing. And then... Um, Slowly but surely making progress in Octopath Traveler. Not as much because I was kind of excited to try out this new uh, NES application to see how all that works and everything. So I was kind of like scrolling through it. And then I even saw a video on Game Explain. I guess you can even download the Famicom versions as in addition to the, our American one. So I, I got to do that. So Yes. If you have a Japanese account, you can actually download uh, the Famicom versions if you, if you want. Um, well, that's cool. We'll, we'll be discussing uh, a little bit about that shortly. Uh, anything else besides the uh, the NES? Um, that's pretty much it. I saw that Steve has been actually playing Xenoblade. That's got to bring a big smile to your face. So, Yes. Oh, thank God. All the listeners of the podcast know how much of a crazy Xenoblade fan I am uh, and how much I've tried to get Steve to, uh, to do that, to play... Uh, Xenoblade 2, and he told me, he said, Torna looks good. Torna looks like a great entry point. Uh, I am, in fact, going to give it a try, and I know he pre-ordered it on Amazon while they still had the 20% off. 
Um, and I'm so happy to, that he he told me he 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 flew out to California and he told me he played for 90 minutes, uh, which is great. Uh, he it's a start. He's getting there. Um, but like him, I've actually been playing Torna. In fact, I already beat Torna. I put about 33 hours into it. I absolutely loved that game. Uh, in fact, Blake and I already recorded a uh, game chat for it, which will be live soon. I don't know if uh, maybe next week it'll go. Probably next week it'll go. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for, for our full uh, impressions. But all I have to say is if you're interested in Xenoblade, download that game or buy that game. If you have even the inkling of curiosity, that is the one to start with. It definitely is more user-friendly. And Greg, you have no more excuses. You've got to play that game. Totally. I was kind of turned off from the first one, but maybe I'll see. i got to get it. Um, it's it's very different. About, so. two, two is very different than one. Um, battle system is different, and the uh, story is different. They're connected, but they're different. But yeah, um, that's mainly what I've been doing. Uh, I have, actually, after I finished Torna, it encouraged me to go back to Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and do the DLC stuff that I, I didn't finish in the season pass. So I did, the, I'm, I'm halfway through that. I got Shulk and Fiora, which was awesome to see and be able to get them in there. Um, and I plan to do some time carnage this week. Uh, Maybe so we can do a, a game chat on that. Yeah, I gotta actually still kind of download that. Whoops, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I had took my switch over to my buddy's house and we were playing like some Mario Tennis Aces for a little bit. That was like my I first time playing too. it. What'd you think? Um, What'd you think? It reminded me a lot of Power Tennis, but it also seemed like they really ramped up like kind of the difficulty. Like it was a lot harder to like get some of the shots that hit farther away from you. It's like you have to like really have a faster character or be using your defensive block all the time. Yeah, um, there's a there's a thing going on right now, I believe. I, I need to actually pop that in. Uh, it's like the challenge thing. One of the things they, they did announce that one of our topics we'll be discussing. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely need to check that out. Well, again, you know, I, I enjoyed it for what it was worth, but the content was the lacking part. So I'm happy to see more content coming. Um, definitely. So, Let's uh let's let's go into a little bit of the the news and stuff. Um, you started talking about those NES games. Um, Greg, why don't you talk about the Nintendo Switch Online, which is now officially launched, and is a, a service. We had that system update that's kind of what triggered it off. Then mm -hmm. we had like a three-hour maintenance window, so everyone's updated their Switches by now. So that's awesome. So obviously, the first main feature is, which is not really much different than what we've been doing already is the online play. So you can p continue to play all the games online, like Splatoon 2, ARMS, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Tennis Aces, and among several others. In addition, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and other games that release in the future will be supportive of your, or be required to have the service. But however, like the games like Fortnite that are like free or free to play will not require that. Did I've you already... try any online matches at all? Like, when Actually, you were playing Mario Tennis online? Or? Um, my friend was more playing some of the matches. I didn't really actually play. He was because he was a lot better than I was because he's had the game since closer to launch. But um, he was showing me what it was like, and it was seemed very seamless and smooth. We didn't see any hiccups or problems playing. Um, this was also before the service went live, and basically it was uh, obviously it was still even kind of troublesome to find a few matches that time. So like we were trying to find doubles, and we were stuck at three players for like five. 10 minutes even, and then we just decided to drop and just do singles, which went a lot faster to find one other person, so. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get to do anything online. I wanted to, 
Um, but I admit I was obsessed with Xenoblade. Um, I did, however, play some of the NES games. Uh, not to the extent, like I didn't go through Zelda 1 again or anything like that, but I did, you know, some Gradius and some Double Dragon and uh, even just some Mario 1. And everything ran really, really smooth. I was really, really nice to see, you know? Like, I'm really happy with it. I think... I. Th- I think we should still have Virtual Console. And if all we're going to get is NES games, I, I don't think there's a reason we shouldn't get Super Nintendo, GameCube, and stuff like that. But uh, Yeah, I really I hope that's in good. the cards <laughs> later on. But yeah, um, everything has been super seamless and everything. And like, I was playing Zelda. I played some Mario 3. I had played like Mario 1 even. So like, everything was just like super smooth and very clean. I didn't play any of them online yet. I was just kind of testing the waters just to kind of see how they were brought up and if everything was as smooth as I thought. So, Yeah, everything everything went smooth. I don't know what... There was an update to the Joy-Cons on the Pro Controller, which I did. I don't know what that actually did. Like, I was able to play the NES games without updating my Pro Controller because you had to plug it in. I don't know. But there was apparently an update and a lot of people didn't even realize. So I don't know if, yeah. you, if you plugged yours in to check it out, but... Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what changed. Mine, my two of my Joy Cons updated, but I needed to actually <laughs> my other two and my Pro Controller to update still. So yeah, you got to plug them in. So yep. uh, if you haven't, that's the. It was just the only yeah, it was just the two that were tied to the console that at the time, which I think are my two blue ones. I still have the two red ones and. The other, uh, and so the other thing is when I plugged in my Pro Controller, it didn't automatically do it. I had to go into like the controller setting and force an update. So. That's uh, that's just something to consider. Speaking of Joy-Cons, yeah. Nintendo has announced and allowed for pre-orders of the NES Joy-Cons. Are you getting these? I am. I had asked for them for Christmas, and my dad went through and placed the order form for me. So I will be having them come Christmas time. Nice. Yeah, I, I, did I was not too. excited about the price and everything, but. <laughs> I'm just a very avid NES fan, and I just kind of had to have them type of thing. I know they're really expensive. There's already additional, like you could probably get like a third-party one already online or whatever. But my I, only wish yeah. is that, like, when you plug them in, you could actually play like, you know, handheld. Like, I'd love to see what that would be like, even though it would probably be terrible. Yeah, it's. <sighs> yeah, I can't imagine a vertical switch screen. <laughs> it's like, oh, why isn't the I mean, Dr. Mario might look better, but you know. But you know, another thing is like you can only charge them when they're on the Switch, but there's also that standalone charger for Joy Cons. So I actually have one of those. I've had it since the Switch launched, and I've never even unboxed it because I only have one set of Joy Cons. Um, so I'm, I'm going to use it for that, and I'll, hopefully that works to, to charge them. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I'm screwed. I don't know if you, you've seen those or not, but that seems to be the way to do it. I don't know. It's just, yeah, I'm not super excited about having to get the new ones, but yeah, I mean, really enjoy the NES, as I said, so I definitely had to have the Joy-Cons, and charging them will be fun, but I would think that they have the same type of battery life as the normal ones, so. Yeah, well, we'll see. Well, well, I can't imagine NES games are so taxing that it uses that much energy. Yeah, I know, but it also depends on the quality of battery, I mean... (laughs) That's true. Switch, yeah, the Switch console only lasts whatever, whatever, three to six hours without. We'll things. see how uh, okay. so. how cheap they want to be. But they, that wasn't all the, the only news we got. Um, there was a direct that we were supposed to talk about last podcast. The direct got delayed, 
due to the horrific events that happened in Japan. Um, but we actually, we actually didn't talk about the cloud save stuff from the online service. You're right, we didn't. Did you did you do any of that? Let's let's go about that. Yeah. So another one of the features outside of like the NES games and the online play is that uh, the games will have a um, cloud save backup. Basically, it just creates a duplicate of your save onto a, the Nintendo Cloud, and then it's like linked to your account, so you can easily access it, even if you log into a, like a friend's Nintendo Switch, and you can resume playing where you left off. Um, in their FAQ that they had on their site, they mentioned a very interesting note saying, if you terminate your online account, your saved backups will be like pretty much immediately erased. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, they still retain on your device, so it's not like if you uploaded your save of Zelda for whatever, 160 hours, and then you decide you no longer want Nintendo online, then you'll still have that save on your device as long as you still have that same device. So, or downloaded it to your new device. Yeah, that, that kind of annoys me only because it's one of those, I don't, know, I don't know how much actual cloud storage we get. We have to manually choose which game you want to do. So like subscribing to online, it's not like, oh, all my thing is cloud saved. No, you have to go into each individual game, push the plus on it, go down to cloud storage and upload it to the cloud. So take that in mind. It's not instant. Um, but I kind of don't like the fact that even if you lapse, like, oh, I lapsed for a month, I lapsed for a week. It doesn't matter. They, you have to re-go into every single game and re-upload it. Uh, I think that's kind of a little annoying. But this is Nintendo. They're like 10 years behind everything else when it comes to online. Uh, well, let's talk about that Direct. Well, a lot of people watch that Direct, right? It, was, it, it, it happened a week late on the 13th. And boy, was it a doozy. Now, I've seen mixed reactions. I've seen some people that were like, absolutely the best direct ever. I've seen people say, oh, that was a waste of my 35 minutes. I could have, this could have happened last week. Um, but there was a ton of great things. Uh, let's start off with a few of the bombshells right off the bat. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 opened the direct. That was huge. Uh, Animal Crossing uh, closed the direct. I know people, uh, Hassan has been waiting for that forever. Um, he finally got his wish. Um, but that wasn't all. They could have just done that and a lot of people would have been happy. But they did so much more. Final Fantasy is coming in force. Now, when when they showed that part, I was like, oh, here we go. Crystal Chronicles. We knew about it. Oh, Final Fantasy 15. We knew about it. Oh, but what's this? 12 is coming. Chocobo Dungeons coming. 7, 9, 10, 10, 2. What? <laughs> like, at this point, just release them all. Just do one giant collection. Um, but that was that's huge. This is the first time that a numbered mainline Final Fantasy has been on the system since six on any Nintendo system. Um, not counting the remakes of one to six, which have happened on multiple, and not counting 12 Revenant Wings on the DS because that was a side story, that was a sequel. Uh, no mainline Final Fantasy from seven to 15 has ever appeared on a Nintendo platform until this comes out. Let's talk about those few things right off the bat. Uh, Greg, what are your thoughts? Well, I was definitely very surprised to see Luigi's Mansion. I mean, obviously they just had like their um, remake on the 3DS that's gonna be available in the next week or two. And then obviously Dark Moon was, seemed like it was kind of a big hit on the 3DS as well. And then now the third one will be on Switch. So that's 
kind of obviously interesting in itself. So I did really like the first two games, so I'm pretty excited to see what how they go with this one. This one seems to be more of like back to like the first style where you're just in like a single type mansion, but this seems more like it's like a hotel even where it's just like a big tall tower like building. So that one definitely seems it could be very interesting. I am definitely very curious about the Final Fantasy games because basically once they've left Nintendo is when I had stopped playing them. I mean, I had absolutely loved 4 and 6 on the Super Nintendo being the only two that I've played because uh, um, those, those are the best ones. You're, yeah, you're five, like, I think 2, 3, and 5 weren't localized. so Originally correct. Yeah. So I know I've heard definitely lots of good things about 7. Overrated. Uh, it could be for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be giving a fresh pair of eyes on it. That's for sure. You should. But, Absolutely sure. Um, then I kind of fell in, uh, got of like the realm of like listening to see which ones are really good. So I don't know if like nine is better than, I mean, I'm kind of surprised we were missing eight. And obviously then we're still missing like 11. So it's well it's interesting. Okay. There's a couple gaps eight, in the list of the games that are released. Eight is, it's kind of weird that it's missing, but genuinely it's not highly regarded although there are some people who love eight and I'm, I'm, i don't mean to offend you uh eight had a weird system with the draw system it pretty much forced you to start farming monsters and do nothing but keep drawing magic over and over and like i need to draw every every time you cast a spell you, you used like one point and you had to keep like oh this enemy drops fire i have to draw fire over and over and over uh it was it was not the best system that's why they they omitted it you know from nine and onwards uh, 11 is a phenomenal game Absolutely fantastic, but it's an MMO, it's online, and now it's only on the PC. The PS2 and the 360 versions are dead, uh, and it's in the twilight years. It's pretty much being kept alive and supported, but most people, I think, just play on private servers now, unfortunately. Um, 13 Trilogy is a weird omission. There's no reason the Lightning Trilogy couldn't be there. And 14, the same thing. It's an MMO, it's online. Uh, that's still going strong. Very strong, actually. And they're in talks of getting it on the Switch. So there, there could be yeah. more, more, more Final Fantasy down the road. Yeah, it's not like we don't have a nice plethora of games to try out in the meantime. So. <laughs> oh, my God. And it wouldn't surprise me if Final Fantasy 1 appeared on Nintendo Switch Online as one of the NES games coming out. Yeah, I, I was kind of pointing to the seeing that one like early next year, probably like, I don't know, like January, February or March or something it would be there. I mean, that's assuming that Square doesn't have other plans for it to have like, to release their own collection of them or something like that. So, I think it was on the NES Classic too. Uh, it's actually the worst version of one. There's a lot of quality of life changes that have happened in the PS1 and the Game Boy Advance uh, and the PSP ports since. But uh, yeah, I I really don't understand why Square just doesn't release a collection like a Final Fantasy anniversary collection of all of them. You know, it used to go on the Switch. Uh, you could probably put one to six, you know, very, very easily on one Switch physical card. You could throw After Years on there as well. And you could do, you know, seven, eight, nine could probably fit on a card, uh, especially the bigger ones. Ten, ten, two, one card themselves. Twelve, probably its own card. And, and the 13 trilogy, you know, one or two cards or whatever. Um, there's no reason you couldn't do that. And 15, you could throw in the the mobile version that we're getting. Yeah, I don't think we we would the Switch can handle the 
the actual Final Fantasy 15. But us physical collectors, you know, we always want that. And they'll be like, here's your digital, like Crystal Chronicles. Crystal Chronicles is coming out and it's digital in the West. I mean, come on, Square. 12 is getting a physical. Why is not Chris, you know, why is Crystal Chronicles not? And to me, that boggles my mind, especially after Lost Fear. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, Lost Fear is an RPG uh, on the Switch and the PS4. Uh, it's a semi-sequel in a way. It's from I Am Satsuna. It's the same development team. But they released a physical copy in the Square Enix's store only in America. Square Enix online store, physical copy. It sold out, and it sold out for months. And they restocked, and it sold out. And now you can get it. Now, like, the hype has died down. You could go ahead, and you could purchase it. But it's their own store. It's not in other retail stores. So there was clearly a demand for that game. Now take Final Fantasy. There's going to be more demand for Final Fantasy. Easily could put it on their store, make it a, you know exclusive, and easily you know go ahead and, and uh, purchase it. So I don't know. That, that kind of annoys me. I'm hoping maybe they, they announce something in the future. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> it's people like you, Greg, that are killing it, you digital people. You. Well... The way it's looking right now, I'll probably be getting like a physical copy of Smash Brothers because I had pre-ordered it on Amazon. So finally, despite my <laughs> normal urgency to try to get it the digital code for it, but well, you might still get it. But you know, the twenty percent off, you know, while it was there, is is very enticing. Yeah, and I know. I mean, it could be like E three next year, but like, oh, Super Smash Brothers, whatever, ten percent off digital copy or whatever for the E three sales next year or something. I mean, next year, you would we want yeah. to play it at launch. I know, but that's why. I mean, I could still get the physical copy, then eventually get a discounted um, digital copy. Yeah, maybe. Speaking of Smash, um, they did show off the ultimate set at the at the Nintendo Direct, which is the system with a uh, a dock with with the original eight characters on it, and Joy-Cons that they made such a big deal out of that uh, it looks like a five-year-old took 10 seconds and paint and did with just a little cross uh, on it. Like, very, very lazily. Uh, it just, uh, yeah, terrible design. But they made a big deal about it. And in addition, Isabel was shown off as an actual fighter. I expected her to be an Echo, but she's not an Echo at all. Um, what do you think about Isabel? You happy? Are you like, oh man, and Animal Crossing? I don't want Animal Crossing. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd be on the boat, like, oh, Animal Crossing has too many reps. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, all one, <laughs> all one rep is too many reps. <laughs> I know. I'm just throwing out the meme jokes right there. <laughs> Obviously, it's not that many, but um, I'm not a huge Animal Crossing fan. It's great there. I mean, I know she's a critical character to the game, so only New game. Leaf, though. Yeah, she's only from New Leaf. She's not from any of the other games. I was originally correct when I said game, not games. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. I know she's been requested, and a lot of people are excited to see her. So I personally will probably just try her out for a little bit, and likely won't really enjoy playing with that kind of character. So if she at least shares some of the similar stuff that the villager does, because I didn't really get into his set either when I was trying them out. So it's similar. Uh like she she buries the Lloyd and it launches up as opposed to like riding it horizontally. Um so th there's some differences for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like the jumps between Mario and Luigi and Yeah. Like now uh, I'm sure we will have a <laughs> you know in, in typical fashion they usually announce directs after our podcast. So there very well could be a Smash direct coming. Uh I expect the Smash probably in October. Um if not but, November, because it oh, doesn't definitely. launch until December, yeah. So, um, but that wasn't that wasn't it. 
there are still some more things. One of them was heavily rumored, terrible, terribly kept secret, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Um, this is New Super Mario Brothers U and New Super Luigi U um, with the weirdest retcon to Mario canon ever where Toadette can put on a crown and become Peachette, which makes you wonder what happens when Peach takes off that crown. Uh, is she just a toad? Um, very weird, but this is apparently now a thing. Um, are you, are you going to be getting this? Did you play the original or are you in the camp like me where like you would have rather seen a new super Mario brothers all stars with the four new or the five new super Mario brothers games altogether? Yeah, probably more at least in that kind of camp thing. Cause I think it'd be more worth it to get like a collection of them than just a remaster of the last one. But I mean, I played the last one all the way through. I played Luigi U all the way through. So definitely great games, but that's not targeted at me that has already owned it, like still own it and already have played through it. Just kind of the same. I didn't do Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and Hyrule Warriors when they re released on Switch. So, so it's not for you. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some games that they, they talked about that are coming out very, very soon, in fact, um, and that are, are new. Uh, Super Mario Party was shown off with a uh, bunch of new stages and the new four-player co-op stage for the first time. Uh, and that's coming October 5th, so that's really close. And then Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was shown off with a brand new trailer. And the bundle that was revealed the week prior, which was probably originally supposed to be revealed in this. This bundle, however, has some creativity in the dock and actually on the system itself on the back there is uh, pikachus and eevees and then the joy cons come in mustard yellow and fawn beige um really weird choice combos. yellow <laughs> but uh are you what about these two are you getting mario super mario party pokemon let's go do either of these new the new information that they showed off does it entice you at all not entirely i haven't also played a ton of pokemon or really any Pokemon for that matter. So um, pretty much just Pokemon Go, which was only very briefly before I uninstalled it, but um, not huge into Pokemon. So was not terribly interested to get <clears throat> definitely like the bundle or those games yet. Um, Super Mario Party has been kind of on my radar. It's been nice to see him kind of return to form and it's kind of like collecting stars again. No more stupid vehicles and other <laughs> things like that. So like, oh, you lose five mini stars and Everything it just seems like it's like yes, way too um, controlled and not really up to like player choice and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for Super Mario Party. I'm a little upset that you have to use Joy Cons and that you can't use uh, handheld mode or anything like that. Yeah, but... I was just gonna say I saw the news articles just I don't know a few days ago or maybe today it was that was like oh it won't be playable in handheld mode. And I'm like. And you might have just lost a sale, but <laughs> well, it's still playable on tabletop. It's just because for the mini games, you need the actual Joy Cons off of the system, and you can't do yeah. that. You know, this way. I know, but my usually my primary mode where I'm playing it is usually handheld mode because I'm on a train. Can't exactly just like kind of set up a switch on a dinky little kickstand. It's just lunch break, kick kickstand, lunch break. You know, play with coworkers. That, that's what I would do. You know, have some fun with that. Uh, what other things? Let's see. We talked about uh, Yoshi's Crafted World was a leak. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World was rumored to be out 
and uh, was rumored to be the title. Nintendo themselves kind of gave it away. Uh, I'm guessing uh, a programming error, expecting the Direct to go live a week earlier. Um, finally got a date, or at least a, a time period, spring 2019. Uh, this looks great, in my opinion. And a, a brand new game, Town, which is coming from Game Freak. It's a brand new RPG set in town, one town where the whole game takes place. Monsters invade. You got to work with the people in the village to uh, defend it. Uh, Greg, either of these excite you? I was very excited for Yoshi's Crafted World. I'm a huge fan of Yoshi. I really enjoyed Woolly World and like Yoshi's New Island and all of his normal island games that he's had. And I've always really been into the Yoshi platformer style. It's kind of like slow-going, collect-a-thon type games. So definitely very excited for Yoshi's Crafted World next spring. Um, town, it was kind of looking somewhat interesting. And then, I don't know, It I pre- probably need to see a few more trailers on it. Like the concept of where it's all around a single village seems kind of unique and fun, but unsure how they'll really play to that the in, like to keep it going for the entire game. and keep everything like fresh and not like regurgitated like oh there's a monster over here and i gotta go over here and do a monster over there <laughs> and it's like just like kind of the same type of storyline just in different parts of the town so yeah they gotta I, keep I, it fresh but it's game freak yeah i know yeah i yeah. i trust them they make very solid pokemon games that i haven't played but it seems like it i know it's very like touted as very great like fun game so i don't have any question around the quality of it though yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, there are a couple other games coming that they announced that were more remakes uh, or ports um, from other systems. So I'm just going to go through them quickly. Uh, Katamari Damacy uh, Reroll, which is a remake of the first game, I believe. Uh, a lot of people excited about that. Um, I never played them, although I, I admit I own them all. Um, my wife has played the uh, Vita one, and she really enjoyed it. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to to giving this one a try. This this might be my entry into the series, which is fitting because it's the first one. Um, Capcom has a beat 'em up bundle coming. Oh, uh, coming! It's already out. Um, it's just sadly digital only, so they lost my money. I'm not buying it. Um, but it's several games: Final Fight, Cap, uh, Captain Commando, Knights of the Round, uh, Armored Warriors, Battle Circuit, a few more. Um, all arcade classic beat 'em ups, all out there. They spent a lot of money on a really funny uh, retro-style uh, commercial. I don't know if you've seen that. They could have taken that money to make a physical cartridge and sold it on Capcom store. I would have been very happy, but I'm not bitter at all. Um, some other ones, uh, City Skylines is out, I believe now. That is also digital only. Uh, Sid Meier's Civilization VI, which was announced the week the Direct was supposed to go live, um, was shown off again. That is going to have wireless LAN, which is awesome. Four-player LAN. Uh, Civ 6 is a very dangerous game. It's very, very addicting. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes of that. And then, of course, Diablo 3 was shown off again. Uh, something we knew about. I don't know if you played any of the Diablos. I love them all. I'm looking forward to playing Diablo 3 again with Ganondorf's armor. Uh, what are your thoughts on some of those, Greg? Well, I'd never actually really heard of the... At least the first few, like the Katamari ones and the the Asmodee Digital and um, Skylines and stuff. I mean, I hadn't really even heard of all these beforehand, so I'll probably be checking out some additional trailers and see if there's any deals on them to see if they'll be 
worth picking up. Um, the Capcom beat em up bundle seemed kind of interesting. I've actually never played the games in the collection, but I do love like the retro styled games just to begin with. So it might be something I actually end up picking up at some point. Let's see, and then Diablo 3. My cousin has always been really huge into the Diablo games, and he's tried to get me to play them on PC over the years, and I might end up uh, getting this Eternal Collection. It's just based on how much he's been raving, ranting and raving about it. So, but yeah, definitely having Ganondorf's armor would definitely be a major plus. You know, I'm, I'm happy to see so many of these games come to Switch. I think it's important. Yeah, um, agreed. I'm really... Hoping that some of these smaller companies, uh, like Limited Run and stuff, will put out physical versions of some of these titles because, you know, I personally would like to see them get physical versions. But I'm so happy for those that don't care and therefore they they get all these options. Uh, it's really interesting to see Nintendo get such good third-party support um, because as Nintendo fans, we're just really not used to seeing that for the past two generations or three, really. Uh, GameCube had some, but no, nowhere near as much. Um, but speaking of more third-party, uh, Asmodee Digital, which uh, has the worst word ever in the name with being digital, um, is putting out tabletop games, which is absolutely perfect for the Switch. Um, I can't wait for Catan. That's coming. Munchkin is coming. Pandemic, uh, Lord of the Rings Living Card Game, and Carcassonne is I think they're out now, or they're they'll be starting this December. So, um, so yeah. Uh, have you played any of these tabletop games? Have you ever got together with some friends? Um, because this is something I'm really excited for because I like these games. Actually, not. I've never really played like these. A lot of the like original card games. I mean, I did play like Magic: The Gathering with like my brother and a cousin growing up, but that's definitely not included in this list. Or never really even heard of most of these games and stuff. I'm obviously heard of lord of the rings but i've never really i never like really uh got into it really deeply to play it so yeah really it, watched it too much but this yeah. this could be really really good with nintendo online like this could be a killer app that a lot of people don't see coming because uh, these type of games are, are fantastic just and part of the dynamics of fantastic is having the people in the room of course but yeah. But I think this could really, really hit off, especially because some games it's a pain in the butt to reset up every time. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see this. Uh, they went through a couple quick things. Uh, Warframe finally has a date that's free to play co-op space ninja action game uh, that a lot of people have been excited for. NBA 2K19 is available now. Uh, NBA 2K Playgrounds 2 is coming this fall, Just Dance 2019. One of two games that are available on the Wii, the Wii U, and the Switch um, is coming out in October. Uh, let's see, Team Sonic Racing is coming this winter. Lego DC Villains is coming October. Um, any of these? They they did a, like a quick reel on this. Anything interesting there for you? Yeah, most of those are basically past. I don't really play the sports games too much anymore. Same thing with like Just Dance and. Um, what about really Team Sonic? In, well, I don't think I've. I haven't really played terribly too many Sonic games. I don't know how well their racing titles are, but... Yeah, they're very good. Yeah. Definitely yeah. been very much a Mario Kart fan, and that's been like my main racing game, but maybe I'll have to check out Team Sonic Racing. You should. 
Now, they, they also showed off a new trailer for a game I wasn't initially excited for, but have since actually pre-ordered all the damn toys for it. And that's Starlink Battle for Atlas. Um, they showed off a brand new trailer showing off Wolf from Star Wolf and uh, confirmation that the Star Fox characters actually eat um, in that trailer. We didn't know that before. But uh, he looks awesome. Great design for him. And the, these exclusive missions have me hooked because I'll be honest, I didn't like Star Fox Zero. The controls made me nauseous. So I'm, I've been dying for a new Star Fox game since really 64 because um, Adventures wasn't really, you know, it was more Zelda and, and Command was neat, but it was not the same thing. And Star Fox 64 3D was just uh, a remake of 64. And uh, Armada, I just didn't like. Like I loved the first level, and it was like, oh yeah, now it's gone to crap. So, are you are you getting in Starlink? Has this hyped you up at all? Um, I've still been kind of on the fence about it. I'm kind of unsure about like the whole switching out all the different like ship parts and stuff. And now it seems like the winter season's really getting booked up with like tons of games that have been added to my radar that I might get preference over it. So. I will have to see. I mean, it did seem very interesting, and I did really like like Star Fox 64 and stuff like that. So it definitely seems like it could be a really unique take to have like the Star Fox characters in the Starlink game. So Yeah. Um, One thing I like about it is the... I don't know if you know this, but the toys themselves, you can actually... Um, when, you, when you get a toy, you put it in, it like registers with your copy of the game. So you have all... You can have them all digital. So you actually don't have to swap with the actual toys. You have to pause and, and do it all in the menu systems instead. Uh, it's not as interactive or as cool, but, but I don't know if you're aware of that. I thought that was a pretty neat feature, especially to, like taking it to work on a commute. I didn't know that feature, but that's definitely very cool to know about because nothing would kill the immersion and be like, oh, now I have to remember to bring yeah. all these different toys with me everywhere I go. Like, just if I were to bring the Amiibos or something, it's like you have to carry like all of them because yeah. you have to scan them in. So, Well, if you look at like the Switch uh, box art for the game, uh, because it comes with the R-Wing, but all the other starter sets come with a different ship. Uh, it actually says in the Switch version, you get the digital version of that ship. So you don't get the physical toy, but you, you don't lose that ship. It's not like you get the R-Wing instead of. You get the physical R-Wing, but you still get the digital version of that other ship as well. Oh, that's really cool, yeah. Well, probably because yeah, the R-Wing is the Nintendo-exclusive part. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nintendo-exclusives, Damon X Machina was shown off again. Uh, I I've loved this game when it showed off at E3, even though I kept screaming at the screen, it's Xenoblade, Xenoblade, because it looked like Xenoblade something, uh, which you can see if you watch our live reactions uh, back at E3, uh, which is still available on our YouTube. But this looks so cool. This gives me a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles X vibes when they first showed off the hangar with, with your, uh, your, your robots and all that. And the fact that it's four-player online co-op or local co-op, just that's so cool. Like just taking down a big enemy you know, with, with your mech. I don't know. I like mech games. I don't know about you, but... <laughs> yeah, is... I've, I've never been a super fan of like the mechs. I mean, the... Closest things I've gotten to the mechs is when Mega Man X was driving one of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, good a games. Mech, a mech in a mech game. <laughs> kind of. Um, we did do two other things quickly for the Switch before we move on. Um, one is, well, three, I should say. Speaking of Mega Man, Mega Man 11 
was shown off and they talked about the demo. The demo was out, you know, a week before. Uh, demo is still available now, so play it if you if you're on the fence. Um, I don't know if you played it yet, uh, Greg. I actually did not, but I've already okay. pre-purchased it, so the game's going to be get coming right away. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I I played the do the demo. I enjoyed it, so I can't wait. Uh, and then they showed off the two RPGs, one being The World End With You. Uh, it's October 12th, so that's coming up really soon. And then the other one was Torna, where we got the wonderful news that as season pass holders, we got to play it a week early, uh, which I graciously took advantage of. Even though I did stop playing it to go to a video game con, um, I... I actually beat it before my copy got here, my physical copy. Um, but yeah, that that's already available. If you're not playing that, you really should. But they also talked about the 3DS. 3DS <laughs> is still alive and kicking. Nintendo has taken a philosophy that we're going to do bare minimum to keep this thing alive because it's still selling. Um, so Yokai Watch Blasters is out now. They showed that off. That's a no-brainer. Yokai Watch games are easy to, to port, and there's still there's a sequel to Blasters, and there's Yokai Watch 3 in Japan. So I expect both of those to still come here in the West, maybe both next year is something easy. Uh, Luigi's Mansion was shown off with a two-player, where the second player is just a green, as in neon green Luigi. Uh, some people have criticism to that. Um, I could take it or leave it. Uh, Mario Luigi's Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser Jr. Journey was shown off again. Uh, this, I mean, I love the original on the DS. I don't know if I'm going to play through Bowser Jr.'s Journey, but if you haven't played through this game, it's a great game, great RPG. This is the version to get, and that comes out really right over the border. It's January 11th of next year. But the only surprise of game that we didn't know about was uh, Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn, which is a port of Kirby's Epic Yarn for the Wii. Um, some people I heard cry foul, why isn't this coming to the Switch instead? And it's just easier to downgrade graphics than it is to upscale them. So it seems like maybe this is the direction that 3DS is going to go. So like any games coming out next year are just going to be like Wii ports or, you know, maybe DS reports going to deal like, you know, something easy. Uh, or Basically, it's actually a port. Because <laughs> we've got a GameCube port with Luigi's Mansion, Mario and Luigi port from DS, and yeah. Kirby's Epic Yarn from Wii. So Yeah, it's it's ports. It's been um, uh, downgraded to port-only status. <laughs> well, it's not only. I mean, Jake Hunter is coming out from Axis this year still. Um, like I said, Yokai Watch is new, and there's a couple more. Persona Q is coming out in Japan. I expect that to come out here Etrian Odyssey X, which I'm actually really looking forward to, uh, that comes out next year as well, and that is confirmed for the West. Um, so there you have it. So overall, what did you think of that Direct? I mean, we've been waiting for it. We actually waited an extra week for that Direct. Some things were spoiled, unfortunately, because of that extra week. But what, how, would you, how would you rate that Direct? Off the bat, I would think it's a very solid. I was thinking like a, probably an 8 out of 10 type thing. It's I mean, I know a lot of it wasn't for me, but I'm still very happy that a lot of it's coming, and it still gives me a lot of like hope to even try out quite a lot of the games that came out, like Starlink and Diablo, and a number of the other ones I've talked about that it'd be wonderful to like start and see what they're like and see what I've been missing, Final Fantasy, and all that stuff. But then you also have the awesome Smash Brothers trailer, and like it's still coming, and it's always very exciting to see that game getting closer and closer, and every new character that gets like joined in as well. So overall it was very solid direct. A lot of this stuff obviously wasn't for me, but I was still very appreciative of all the stuff they did show off and, and still 
walked away with some very exciting stuff like uh, Mega Man 11 and let's see um, Yoshi's Crafted World and um, yeah Super Mario Party uh, we've known about that but yeah I'm with you I I think I think I have to do it in nine though and the reason we just mentioned and obviously Animal Crossing are two oh, yeah. big ones but uh, for me for me I was sitting at around an eight um, until they announced that Torna was available the, you know next day and that just I'm sorry it's nine like that that was a big surprise that actually that derailed my plan because I had a plan of, of things to do last week. Uh, until Friday so that I could play Torna that everything I pushed aside outside of a video game con to do Torna and now I'm playing catch up this week <laughs> so so that did take my focus but now we, we're going from such a great topic this direct is awesome um, we got to go to a sad topic now and I hate I hate doing sad topics I hate talking about sad topics but they do need to be discussed and that is the the tragedy that is Telltale Games um, two days ago it was announced that 90% of the staff was let go. No severance, nothing. They were just let go. All the hard hours and work that they did um, to put out such great, great titles, unfortunately, uh, didn't get rewarded. And if you look at their sales chart, you'll see why. Unfortunately, the sales of each of their games have gone downhill. Uh, they are releasing on the 25th, so that's tomorrow as of the time of this recording, uh, the final chapter, so to speak, chapter two of Walking Dead, the final chapter. Um, now, I did see an article today that said that they are working with partners, that partners have actually reached out to them to finish The Walking Dead uh, chapters three and four. So hopefully that gets done for, I'm not a Walking Dead fan, but I know a lot of people are. I know a lot of people like their games. In fact, the original uh, one game of the year or was nominated for game of the year uh, that really put them on the map. But I'd like to see this finished, uh, especially for the people who worked on it and for the people who love to play it. They are finishing up a Minecraft uh, show or something for Netflix, but then it's over. So uh, Wolf Among Us 2 was announced in development. Uh, Stranger Things was announced in development. Both of those are now canceled. Uh, supposedly the second season of Batman was coming to the Switch. I don't know if that's still the case. Um, Greg, what's your take on this somber, sad news? Yeah, that was completely awful. I was like reading some stuff on Twitter on Sunday and saw that like the terrible news and people are already like trying to like find like jobs and stuff and like seeing who knows other people in the game industry people saying like oh please hire people that worked at telltale games they are great people people posting some photos of them and a bunch of co-workers and how, how actually diverse it was they had like a large number of like women working at the company as opposed to the predominantly like male like developers like quo type thing so definitely very heart-wrenching news and I really hope everyone can get new jobs and everything and get everything turned around. Um, definitely it really hurts to see developers no longer going to be publishing games for making games for us to enjoy. So, Yeah, I, I hate having to report stuff like this. I think it's, it's just the worst. I mean, you, you know, some people look at, at games as just games. They're like, oh yeah, these are for my enjoyment. These are things I like to play. But there's a lot of people behind the scenes. There's a lot of people who, 
who bleed these games. They work their butt off for these games. They they spend time away from their family to make you happy. And I don't think they get enough credit. I really, really don't. And it reminds me of when L.A. Noir was in development and the, the whole fiasco with Team Bandai where their people weren't paid over time and they were they didn't see their family for like six months or some crazy stuff. Uh, Telltale wasn't anything like that. But it's still, these people, these are their, their dreams, their, their life. They, you know, they spend hours upon hours upon hours putting out this game, working on this game, working on this narrative just to fall apart. Yeah, and that's, I, mean, I did see another number of comments saying, like, I guess a lot of people did have to like work like really long hours and extra hours in the evening time, and obviously since your salary, you don't really get paid overtime for it, and that obviously really stinks that you really are giving it your all to make sure the company can make its goals, and then it just goes and shuts down, and like then you're out even out of a job to begin with. So yeah, that, but you don't even get severance with the company going yeah. out. Yep. So if you were working there for 10 years or something and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to building up and I'm going to have a nice severance pay when no, no, it's gone. Like you now have to suddenly find a job and you hope hopefully you have some stuff in savings and it's terrible. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's terrible. Well, why don't you talk about something semi terrible, but also semi awesome at the same time, um, Greg? Yeah, I would almost say it's kind of like more of like an uplifting story. It's an uplifting for sure. Yeah. A, cloud out with this darkness that we've had to discuss, unfortunately. So um, basically on Twitter, there's this kid named uh, Chris Taylor, and he was diagnosed with like terminal cancer earlier this year, or not really earlier this year. He was going to be stopping treatment earlier this year because he had already successfully defeated it three times previously. And now he was quoted that he would probably won't be making it to the end of the year and super smash brothers has been one of his favorite games of all time like the older games obviously and he's been very excited to see super smash brothers ultimate with having all the different fighters from all the games all together and even tons of new ones being added into the fray so he was reaching out to some streamers and other like famous people in the industry like uh um son of a glitch and some of the other famous YouTubers and such, and they also were kind of retweeting and kind of asking Nintendo of America to say, like, hey, any chance you can get this kid a copy of the game or at least allow him to play it in some way? And then um, Nintendo came through. They set up a meeting for last Friday where they showed up at his house, brought a Switch console with uh, E3 demo installed on it, and he got to play for like, three hours of the game with his brother, his mom, and one of his friends in the area. Um, definitely very uplifting, very awesome to hear that Nintendo did that for one of their fans to be able to enjoy the game before its release. So I, I agree. I think I think that this is where people forget that you know games aren't take tailor made for them. Like so many people, I want this, I want this, I want this, and you know. The people behind the games really do care. And, you know, cancer is just one of those things I absolutely hate. I lost my mother. I lost my grandmother both recently uh, to that, that terrible disease. And when I read this story, my heart just, like, melted. Like, I was so, so sad for this kid knowing that this is the end. Like, you know, he, you know, a friend of mine put it one way. And he said, you know, life is kind of like a movie. 
It's we were born into it, but we get the recap reels, the last time on life, you know, when we we study history, and we 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 experience history as it happens and life as it happens, but we don't see the ending, so we we don't get to see, you know, what truly happens in the end. We we miss it. We're we're not gonna. It's like watching your favorite TV show and just not seeing the end. And this kid is not going to see the end, and he's going to end his life sadly, well before his time. And to be able to at least see the current end of the Smash series early was awesome, because I'm sure that that'd be like one of his dying regrets. Like I just, and it sounds so stupid. Like to to somebody else who's not a gamer who doesn't play games, it was like really like that's one of your regrets is that you didn't. You know, you didn't get to play this game, and they don't realize how much of an impact games do have, especially you know to a young mind. And I'm just, I'm really happy that Nintendo came through. I'm really happy that he got his dying wish, and I think that's important. You know, don't take yeah. everything for granted. We may not be here tomorrow. We may not get to play Smash Ultimate. This kid at least got to. Yeah, that was definitely very awesome to hear that Nintendo did that for him. So he's been bedridden for a while, so he hasn't even been able to go, go to like the Best Buy and stuff like that. So it was super incredible that Nintendo brought him the experience to his house and allow him to be able to enjoy the game. That's to be awesome. able to say, so he's able to say that he's played it. So, yeah. <sighs> That's, it's uplifting, but it's sad at the same time. Like My heart yeah. just goes out to that kid, I tell you. Yeah, no, it's never a good thing to know that your days are numbered or anything like that. So no, not at all. But speaking of of upcoming, you know, games, games we're looking forward to. Are there any games you're excited in the next few weeks um, to be playing? Mega Man Eleven. Like <laughs> days. I know. Is that it? I know that. I know that's the main game that definitely jumped immediately to mind. Um, might have to double check to see if there's something else that was on there. But um, I know I was pretty excited to try Undertale, and I had asked for that one for Christmas. So I know there's a physical copy of that one yep. coming out, and I think that actually came out today. So I, I think it did, at least the digital version, possibly. It might be like something different where the physical version might be a little bit later or something like that. Maybe. And it's getting a physical collector's edition, too. Yeah. So let's see. Um, well, Dragalia Lost is going to be coming out in a few days. So forgot all about that. <laughs> be nice to try that out for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, based on just uh... really. Well, isn't Super Mario Party coming out, Charlie? Oh yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's between yeah. now. Yeah. Oh oh yeah. That's the tenth or the fifth. Yeah. yeah that fifth. Is, that it, it does make it the period. Yep. Definitely can't wait to see that one and. I know my one friend that I was said I was earlier in the podcast was over at his house playing Mario Tennis. He absolutely likes Mario Party, and I know he's ecstatic to see that it's going back to the traditional board game style. So, yeah, That's perfect, definitely excited man. for that one. Yeah, see, I'm with you on those. Definitely Mega Man 11. Definitely uh, Mario, Super Mario Party. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I didn't even realize it came out this week. Um, I held off getting it on PS4. Uh, I wanted to play it. I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan, and I was like, oh, Switch version was announced at E3, and that's coming out this week. I am saddened that the DLC is not included. You actually still have to buy the DLC. I think that's kind of bull at this point, because <laughs> it's already the characters are already out there. Why not just put it all together? 
But I guess Bandai Namco wants a little extra money. Of course. Of course. But those are the ones I'm planning to play because now I'm done with Xenoblade. Um, I say planning because life doesn't always allow me to. Uh, so we'll see. And we'll, we'll another, hopefully... What? You, know, you could have another video game con to go to. <laughs> well, I've got New York yeah. Comic Con. I'll be doing New York Comic Con. Um, so that will definitely eat up a day. And then usually the next day because I like... Uh, you know, a day to recoup from a con uh, is always nice. But the... Yeah, that's the plan. Uh, the plan is to at least play those games. And we'll report about them next podcast. Um, but if if I don't, then I'll be like, ah, they're on the back burner like all the others. <laughs> <laughs> like all now, the other PS4 games that I have to play. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you don't have a PS4, so that's yeah. that's fine. As long as you play Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Torna. That was the answer you should have said, not Mega Man 11. The answer you should have said is, I'm going to play Torna like a good boy. Um, you really should. Um, but yeah, uh, just so you guys know, we do actually uh, accept questions into the podcast. Uh, if you have a question for us, you're curious about something, uh, you could send it to podcast at nintendofuse.com. We are always accepting listener questions. Uh, we love to hear from you and we love to answer. Um, please check out our Twitter, our Facebook, and our new Facebook uh, community, which, uh, again, you can find information on nintendofuse.com as well as our current normal Facebook. Uh, and I do want to, again, mention for sure, if you like free video games and you like Christmas, then you need to go to our contest link. Again, that is just below this window in the description or on nintendofuse.com. Please go there and give love to Video Games Monthly. Um, again, we are so thankful for everything that they've done. Um, awesome, sweet group of guys. And, and Floyd is, is truly a, a man of many bits. Less than 10, though. Um, and he... Uh, <laughs> eight to be exact. But he, uh, you know, they, they're so, so generous and so wonderful. And we are so blessed. Um, so please give them some love too. We absolutely want you to. Uh, and if you go to the contest page, you can give them love. You can give us love and you will be entered to win just for doing that. Um, uh, but stick around for all of our great content and all of their great packages that they have. And if you do go to videogamemonthly.com and you do say, Hey, you know what? This looks good. I want to sign up. They have a section there. Where'd you hear about us? Put Nintendo fuse, like let them know that we, you know, let you know where it was because that'd be wonderful. Um, because that's what we're, we're trying to do. We just want to give everybody an opportunity to just get some great games at a great price and to introduce. If we can help connect some people, then that's that's wonderful. That's what we want to do. So please give them some love. Absolutely. Uh, go to videogamesmonthly.com. Check them out. And definitely check out the contest because it's free. It's a free box of video games. And it's a five-up. It's five free video games. Uh, this is a no-brainer. Like, if you love video games, please, please go there and show them some love. Thank you uh, again, Video Games Monthly, for, for all of that. Um, now, remember, we will be doing this every other week. So, not next Monday, but the following Monday, which is, if I'm correct, that's the 8th. The 8th, we will announce the winner of that giveaway on top of our regularly scheduled podcast, which hopefully should have Steve back. Um, because uh, he should be here. Um, and uh, yeah, 
So definitely check in in two weeks to see if you are the lucky winner because we are going to be doing the drawing live and we will be announcing it live. And uh, yeah, so hopefully you win. And if you like this kind of stuff, let us know. Let them know. We would like to keep this going and uh, hopefully we can. Um, Greg, thank you so much for joining me tonight. No problem. It was definitely great to be on here. We just love talking all things Nintendo. So Absolutely. And you know what? We didn't even have Steve. Ha. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in live. Thank you for everybody who listens to this after the effect. We love you all. We appreciate everything. And uh, thank you so much. So please remember to subscribe, share, let, let your friends know if they like Nintendo stuff. And uh, we're always looking to bring smiles on people's faces. All right. So have a great night, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see Take you care. next time.